0: Welcome to the Beck and Siri Show.
1: And here at Team Sirius Tri Club, it's not just about swim, bike, run. It's about who you become. On our show, we don't just talk to you
0: about swimming, cycling, and running. We talk about mindset. We talk about fearless authenticity and being your very best self. Hey everyone, Ashley here from Team Sirius. In tonight's episode, Siri and Beck discuss race strategy, how to pick races, and the importance of brick workouts. Hope you enjoy it. We had an amazing weekend with the incredible hi Tricia, Hi Amanda. The incredible Ellie Salthouse with her fourth win in a row. Uh at Challenge Shepherd in the race that my own wife has won five times. That's the last time the champion. What? But Actually, Ellie beat me by four minutes. So. Ellie got the course record, which is so, absolutely yeah. amazing. But my wife held that course record up until now. So hmm. amazing race by Ellie Salthouse. And she wrote us and said, Beck's picture is up on all the banners. And it inspired her so much. It felt like we were there with her. And she had an amazing race. So Let's super proud of Ellie.
1: Splits because I feel like if there's some pros out there, they may need to hear her splits for a bit of a reality check.
0: So she did um 29 on the swim, 29. it seemed like a, it seemed long. On the that swim. must have included the
1: transition because she usually does 26, right.
0: she usually does yeah, 25. 20, even 25, 26. So it was a long swim. Um, she did 209 on the bike, was no, it? it was 218. Oh, sorry, 218, 209, yeah, Two eighteen. <laughs> <2-18. laughs> <laughs> on the bike, and then she ran a Oh, one 120, 120 for the 21k. So she did amazing. Nicole Deback is on, Wait, and stop. she oh, don't spoil my glory, my thunder. Nicole deback
1: was just placed first in her age by nine minutes over a. It was like a sprint duathlon. Was 5:36 and five, and she smashed it by nine minutes in her age, and was ninth overall with the pros.
0: Woo! So great job, Team Serious Tri Club. Thank hey, you. some other results? Hi, are there others on here that either had a great race or a great training session? Share your victories, share your triumphs. Maybe it was a lesson you learned something, but share that with us. We'd love to hear. Um, great to see you guys. So Beck, what are some of the questions okay. this week? Do you want to announce the new sponsor? Why don't you do that because you know who it is come on. I do guys We've got an amazing new sponsor Beck hooked it just us all up with it mm-hmm. um, And we used to work together with them years ago, and I don't know why we stopped working Well, with no, them. they
1: stopped working with all teams They have one team which is based and they have one pro which is Daniela reef Yeah, and that's it and I asked her if she'd like to do something with our team because we really want to get we're just like we have a limitless number of sponsors now. It's so awesome! Yeah. We just wanted our athletes to get a little discount, and of course, cross promotion is always what. They but want what's the name?
0: Tell them the name. I told you, you can tell them. No, you tell them. Okay. okay. Do you, do you? Okay, guys. To it's up? called X Lab, and you get thirty percent off X Lab. And X-lab guys is all the stuff for your bike. Hydration you know, hydration where you store your your food, food for the ride and stuff like that. It's really awesome. But the two awesome new hydration stuff.
1: systems are like it's them and profile that are head to head, but they're better aerodynamically. So you have like quite a few hydration systems on the front end of your bike that's really aero. Um, and they're all different names now from when I was racing. But um, Candace at X Lab is amazing. And She's awesome. We're the first team out of the base um, that got sponsored. So 30% off, and our pros get 50% off. So.
0: Yeah. And guys, check out their website. It's really awesome stuff. And for those of I'm you that you. are doing your first half Ironman, um, I know there's a few of you doing St. George. It's your first half Ironman ever. These are things that you may not be thinking about, like where are you going to keep your food on your bike? Where, What is your hydration going to look like mm-hmm. where it can be aero for you and super effective? So mm-hmm. have a look at their stuff. It's amazing. And this is like an incredible deal that you guys get with them. So it's incredible because up. they normally don't
1: do discounts for teams. Yeah. So I great just, job, I think It's great. And our pros love it too. And I noticed that Ellie Salt House had bought one. Yes. So that's how good the products are. So yeah. Definitely. Um, okay, we're going to go to the questions. Uh, the first one, I feel like Meg's might have known, because um, we just announced Try Hard as a sponsor last week, um, which is, try hard, it's not what it sounds like, it's try hard is like uh, basically hair conditioning, so you can put in your hair so you don't get the chlorine that sticks to it when you swim, it's stuff you can wear on your swims, on your skins too, so that you don't get like itchiness from chlorine, and then there's post um, swim stuff as well that you can use, and it's an amazing product. So, you guys all get 15% off that. So that was a new sponsor. But Meg's was asking ways to protect your hair in the pool. And I, ah. there was another product way back when I was racing that, um, I say way back, but it feels like way back, that um, you could put in your hair that would stop it from drying out. But I feel like this has been um, obviously years of testing they've put into this. So I think try hard will be the way to go, seeing that we get discount. Yeah, awesome. I think it's just T-R-I-H-A-R-D, like
0: www.tryhard.com. I remember my mom, when I was a kid, used to put mayonnaise in her hair. Oh, my God. And I'd always walk in thinking that she was making us, like, bologna sandwiches or something because I would smell mayonnaise, but it was in her hair. And I, I don't know what the philosophy was behind that, but, you know. She doesn't do it anymore. That's so, so funny. Well, I put um, I put
1: like uh, coconut oil in my hair because Oprah said it was okay to do mm-hmm. so. So I thought if Oprah did it, we can do it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay, so that's the answer, Megs. Great question, though. Um, and also, what else was adequate So Debbie's asking, what is the best strategy for picking and choosing races? Should we stay away from races that relatively unknown and not USEP sanctioned? No seeing a lot of what may be one-time events to fill the void created by larger race postponement or cancellation. I, I think any races, I think race I race, at any this race. Time. Yeah. I think you should po- support High Five Them, Ash Steves, and her wife, Karen Steves, small, fa- female-founded and owned, Ash is young, she's like 32, I think, and her and her wife fund, um, founded High Five Them, and they do events all across the globe, and they do virtual events too, so if you know, of a high five in the event and i'll type that in too then i think you should totally do that yeah absolutely so dirty but guys but
0: it's not me guys it's the screen Honestly, definitely guys this time of i mean seeing that we're coming through a pandemic i'm gonna add that any race is a good race yes and you know unless you're looking to like get a pro card or you know you don't have to do a usat sanction event so, I would choose events that are easy to get to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I would choose events that say you have a key race, say somebody's key race is the uh, world championships for the for the pros in St. George, Utah in September. I would want them to choose races that have similar terrain, at least, you know, if if, St. George is a very, very hilly run. I'd like them to find a race earlier on that has a hilly run so they can practice their uphill, downhill run form in a race environment. Um, so you, you can't, you
1: just find a hill outside.
0: Right, but so I would find races, and, and you can choose confidence building races. If you're someone that loves racing on the flat, then choose you know a flat race. But if you're someone that wants to get good at racing on the hills, then choose hilly races. You know, I was one that I wanted to do courses that would challenge me and help me get better at what I thought were my weaknesses. So all different things to consider, but it doesn't have to be a USAT uh, sanctioned race. Any race that inspires you or gets you excited. I like
1: supporting the little local ones. I do too. I think Ironman can be so... I don't know, like unless your goal oh, was to qualify, of course, yes, and some people want to do the big ones, but there's no reason to not support your little local ones, because sometimes they're often even better well organized, and you yeah. just get that local camaraderie there, yeah. so I love that. Yeah. So high five them, I just typed it in there, guys, please support them any way you can, because they're like partners of ours now, Ash is our their development amazing. manager, and she's amazing, and they do an amazing job, and you can do it virtual as well. Um, okay, and someone's asking. I love this question because Siri is like the queen of this, and I can talk from a training perspective as well. So can she um, about racing at altitude? Because isn't St. George at 800 feet? 1,
0: 1,000.
1: 1,000 meters. 1,000 meters, which isn't yeah. huge because we're here. We're at 1.6 here. But um, that's a great question, Kristen. Where is your racer on? Because I didn't think I see you on here. Yes. Um, training and training, how do you cha- how do you adapt basically for
0: altitude? Okay, so if you are racing at altitude and you're not living level. at altitude, mm-hmm. my recommendation is to go as close to the race as possible, okay? So that means like if you had a Sunday race, arrive Friday night is the best way to go about it unless you can take like a two and a half week trip, travel two to and altitude. Half.
1: no one can do that. <laughs> right,
0: well that's what I'm saying. So if you're gonna race it out, what about the
1: seven day thing too? Offer it because you've done. There's a few options.
0: Yeah, there's a few options here. And actually, St. George at a thousand meters, you guys, not a big deal. So mm-hmm. if it's St. George that you're asking about, um, you know, I would go. You could go seven days before. You could go two days before. It's not going to be that big a deal. But if you're racing, Where is in it, Kristen, Boulder, Golden, Colorado? If you're racing at, oh, um, Lake Tahoe. Oh, okay. Lake Tahoe. So. That's good. That's Um, like about a mile, isn't it? Yeah, Kristen, do you know the actual altitude? Because if it's a thousand meters or less, you're going to be fine. Because you're
1: ready, because we're prepared,
0: and you'll be totally prepared. But the thing is, you just have to expect that if you're a little bit more huffy puffy, okay, which you will be—no pun intended, Lisa Hewitt—that that is absolutely normal and expect that. It doesn't mean that you're having a bad day. It doesn't mean that you're breathing. Well, it does mean you're breathing heavier than normal, but that's for a reason and everyone will be breathing yeah, heavier than both. normal. Except the locals. So, so you're gonna be like 10 to 15 beats
1: high and it could even be more. Not that you're looking at your heart rate, but breathing wise, it's gonna feel at least 10 to
0: 15%. Your watts will be heart. lower if you're looking at watts, which you shouldn't Not be. There. she won't be. Your, lo- your watts will be a little bit lower um, and also just don't that's especially a reason why you should not have your power meter on you should not have your heart rate monitor on because these things will be affected by the altitude now if you're going to a race like boulder hydration, which is like 1500 meters. 16, that oh, no, 15. that 1600. would require you, I would strongly recommend that you either go, you know, literally as close to the race as possible or That's come two weeks ahead of time. Hydration is key. You want to drink double when you're at altitude. You need it more. The days before. Oh, 6,000 feet. There you go. Oh, wow. So that's high. We're not than scaring ballroom. you.
1: You're going to be ready, Kristen. Don't worry. Oh, Kristen, that's just ex- amazing. Just, just remember, you may not be able to go as fast as what you were doing at sea level. Yeah, right? exactly. So get in as late as possible. Yep. And, and get in the day before if you can. If you can't, doesn't matter, but that's our recommendation.
0: Yeah, that's our recommendation. If you want to feel as good as possible, go as close to the race as possible. Um, just expect Kristen. You're going to be breathing heavier than normal, and you may have to just You know, don't go in and try and go flat out from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Not for that. You really want to just be a little bit more conservative, listen to your body, and have the most incredible adventure because anything that's at that altitude is going to be beautiful and incredible. It's going to hurt. Have (laughs) have the most incredible time. Hydration is key and... You're probably going to need some more calories as well.
1: You know okay. why it's a sprint? So I think, yeah, you'll need a little bit more. But Kristen, don't worry. We've prepared you. All that high intensity you're doing, mate, like you're so ready. You're because so ready. The high intensity stuff is what is going to get you to the peak, peak fitness as quickly as you can. So you're going to have an advantage there. And this is your first one. No pressure. So I think choosing this one for your first one is amazing. Maybe it's amazing. Every other one's Every gonna feel other one's so easy. And you get through this. Don't go out to break records. Just start the swim easy get your space honestly like sometimes i'm a little sneaky like they tell you to choose a swim starts time so you may know approximately what you're going to swim um i'm a little bit sneaky i tell my guys to actually go on a little bit faster group than they think they were going to be on but enter the water last because then no one is swimming over the top of you if you start with a slower swim pack than you're capable of you're going to get people like swimming over the top of you. So just, yeah. I would I would start one a little bit quicker and let them go and then get in the water. So you've got clean water. So that's yeah. just a little tip. I'm, I'm
0: so excited for you. Kristen, yeah. don't freak out. It's going to be the most incredible adventure ever. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like it's so exciting. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. That was great advice base on the let's swim quickly, start. Let's
1: quickly, while we're talking about this, she wanted to know like tapering back. Can we go through a really basic like sprint taper? Because we're the queens of the taper week. So let's go through a quickly, for a sprint, like go through a quick, I've just almost finished I've Got two weeks to go. It's taken me 14 hours. To rewrite Siri wrote a twelve week plan. I'm rewriting it to add all the YouTube links. So it's taking me a long time, yeah. but awesome. it's ready. It's amazing. So it's an it's amazing, amazing plan, fun. guys. But little quick taper, like from
0: let's go from Saturday the weekend before. So you're nine days out. Okay, so the race is on Sunday. Yeah. So Saturday the week before would be still your longer ride, but not very long. I'd cut down your long ride by like about an hour. yeah. She so has maybe, Yeah. Okay, like an hour ride, just super easy. Sunday would be at the very most, like, uh, how much? 45 minutes, because I don't know how much you're running now, Christy, but 45 minute easy jog and a short swim. Monday would be off. Mm -hmm. Tuesday would be a short brick, okay? This is a good one. So I would do something like within a 45 minute bike ride, you'll do three times. Uh, five minutes or four minutes hard. I'd say four. At like she your race effort. So three times four <laughs> minutes hard with two minutes recovery between each, and after the last one, immediately after that last four minutes hard, you're gonna run four by two minutes, okay? Fast like your race pace or race like effort. Like race effort. Yeah. yeah. Um, with um, two minutes easy between each of those. It's like walk jog. And then you're done just warm down nice and easy you're done and then a short swim where you do some fast 25s with a lot of rest session
1: a day, so that'll be the next day. Okay, so the
0: next day we'll do a speed swim and I do something like 825 super fast with a ton of rest and then maybe four 100s on shorter rest but kind of imagining yourself in the race feeling strong feeling rhythmic feeling balanced and feeling amazing Mm -hmm. Um, and then that's it yep. and then um, like
1: no more than a thousand that day mm-hmm. no more than a thousand and Thursday would be an easy bike with some big
0: gear right Thursday yeah great idea easy bike with some big gear mm-hmm. Friday an easy run and maybe a little swim a like little practice swim. siding have a little look especially if you're at the race site yep check it all get out get in the water you know get in your wetsuit I'm mm-hmm. sure it's going to be a wetsuit swim um do some drills and then do some pickups some short like 15 second pickups and sight like Beck's saying to the buoys where the buoys are maybe there's a big tree behind you yeah, know very in the important distance. you
1: guys to look at
0: landmarks like try to get in the
1: swim and look at what you're coming into the finish shoot for the swim Because you can go so off course. So if you're coming, so swim out a little bit and look for the swim exit where it's going to be. And sometimes you can't see it on race day with waves or the people you get disoriented. So look to see where the swim finish is and what's behind
0: that. Is there a house? Is there a tower? It's so important. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And just start mentally preparing as well. And the day before the race, I like to do just a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Literally like, you know, 15. That might be a bit much. yeah. Yeah. You don't have to, but if you want to get, it's whatever you feel you want to connect with the feel. Whether Check your
1: bike, yep.
0: check, your bike check your brakes, check your gears, check that you have check your, your water bottle, check your tires, check all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, do, I would recommend the day before, very light training. Um, like
1: no more than, probably for you, I'd say no more than 45 minutes. I'd say
0: even, even 30, less, minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah, 30 minutes or yeah. less in whatever makes you feel good okay the day before the race you want to do things that make you feel good you don't want to be putting pressure on yourself you don't want to be questioning yourself just do something that makes you happy that makes you feel good go through your race in your mind imagining each part of it like setting your bike up and going down for the swim and on the start line guys, move around, okay? Keep mm. moving, breathe, crack laugh, a crack a joke so that yep. you laugh. You need to be getting oxygen in your body. Jump up and down on your toes, swing your arms around, whatever it takes, but keep moving until the gun goes off. Mm-hmm. Boom, and then you'll be ready. So so can you answer her question about
1: um if she can't swim? We've got cords and a VASA trainer, and I'm going to put a link up here to the VASA Swim cords are the best,
0: you guys. We have a and program. And they're the cheapest,
1: yeah. We, we have do. a
0: program, a swim cords program that
1: um the we'll twenty one ideas. They've
0: joined, and they
1: should have, in the 21 workouts, the swim is not a swim. It is a cord session, so it's swim cords and i have a demo somewhere which i can post um, maddie does it quite often too of uh, the technique for swim cords you want to kind of be in swim position but i'll also put a link here it's a little expensive it's like 300 dollars. but the swim cords is the best option but yeah. if you can afford it you could buy a vassar but i don't think that's absolutely necessary i think the yeah. swim cords is it easy like what they're 50 100 bucks or
0: something not even not even, yeah, not even. add both links you guys so swim cords yeah we'll uh, beck will post the links mary angela mm-hmm. so um that will help, and we have some great programs um, in past live videos that we've posted on mm-hmm. how to use the swim cords and some fun sets to do with that. So that'll just give you the strength in the arms. But nothing has cords, but nothing hates, beats doing them.
1: But nothing beats getting in the pool, right, Siri?
0: Nothing beats getting in the pool, but Trisha, I'm glad you have swim cords. Now, what we have to do is learn to love them. There you go. okay, if you, even just writing that you hate doing them, is going to make you always hate doing them, <laughs> yeah, exactly. so you need to start like literally um, saying, I love my swim, swim cords, they're making me so strong, I love my swim cords, they're making me so strong, I love my swim cords, they're making me so strong, okay, you really have to learn to love it, you know, I used to hate to swim when I started triathlon, and if I was going continue to hate swimming. I was never going to get good at it. So I learned to love swimming. I love the challenge. I love that I sucked at it in the beginning and that I had to work so hard to even get a second faster, but I started loving the challenge and the satisfaction when I got quicker and could go to a quicker interval time was like the greatest feeling in the world. So yes, Trisha, I can't wait to get strong with my swim cords. Okay, yes. I'm
1: gonna send you guys. The, I don't like that one. They Learn
0: just, to love it. Tell them about the tether too, because I think that's
1: another good option that we always forget about the tether, where they tie that to the end of the pool. A tether.
0: Well, if they're at the pool, may as well. No, just if swim. some have friends' backyard pools. Oh, like, if you have, Okay, so if you have like a friend's, a friend or a neighbor that has one of those small pools, oh, just jump like the fence and use pool. the pool like I used to. Yeah, there's tethers. <laughs> I, I don't know how easy those are uh they're good getting I a hold of, but
1: yeah she's posted to that
0: fun. as well yeah. um and that you can use in a really small pool to get mm-hmm. some good training in but guys i used to literally if i was staying in a hotel before a race that had like a 10 meter long pool still get in. i would still get in and swim laps just to get that feel for the water mm-hmm. you know obviously you're not thinking about times or intervals but i would just get in to be able to get my feel for the water which is all you really need in the days Leading into the race is getting a feel for the water. That's really what matters most. So,
1: Great questions, you guys. I love it when we have pre-questions because it keeps it fun. Okay, Molly Reynolds. Hey, Molly. She's asking, how important are bricks in your training? How often
0: should they be done? Great question. I find them very important. I have my athletes do bricks. At least Let's twice a week. Explain what a brick
1: is because some people might not know. So
0: that. a brick is when you are doing a run immediately off the bike. Or, or you're doing a bike immediately off the swim. Or B- swim bike brick. Right. Or a swim swim to bike brick or a bike to run. Or or bike swim. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> but the bricks are so incredibly important. You don't want your race to be the first time. Where you, you run off are having to bike immediately off the swim or run immediately Wait, off the bike.
1: don't do that because I did that in my first triathlon. I biked to run I got off to run and I fell over. My legs were jelly. Yeah. And I was a runner and I was like, "Whoa!"
0: Well, I got off and ran the whole 5K mostly with my helmet on. Yeah, right. On. So these are things that you want to practice, guys. And the thing Every is. Every week
1: at least once, I would say, like, especially leading up to the race. Yeah.
0: And one important thing, guys, if you can't do a swim bike brick for whatever reason, know that in the last 200 meters or so, or 100 meters if it's a sprint, of the swim, start kicking really, really hard because your legs kind of go numb on them. And if you don't kick hard in the last 100 of the swim, you're going to get on the ground and you and you won't be able to feel your legs. Okay, and I get didn't this,
1: and Siri told me it, and it freaking works. I used to crank out of the water for no reason, because I barely kicked. And Siri's like, in Texas 7.3, the year on. So you got to kick, 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 and I was like, well, that's crazy. And I did it, and I felt so good running up the bank.
0: Because the other thing that you'll find if you don't kick it's that last 100 meters is that you don't feel strong on the bike getting it. And then that mentally is like, oh, my God, I don't feel strong in the bike. And you get it in your head. So if you just kick the last 100 meters of the swim, You'll feel good running to your bike, and when you get on the bike, you'll have power right away because you've got the blood flow going. And I we mean, so if, you're, if you're already
1: kicking, you just bring the kicking a little bit more so you yeah. can feel your legs, just the last few, like, meters, yeah.
0: And the same thing, bike to run. If you don't practice bike to run, it's a different feeling running off the bike than it is running without having biked beforehand. So you want to get used to that feeling. You need to know that your legs can feel full and heavy and tired and you can still run great. It's just you have to get used to it. You have to prove that to yourself over and over again so you recognize that feeling so, and it doesn't worry so you. So you
1: should really be doing it every week, even if, you know what, even if it's just 10 minutes or 10 by 1 minutes fast, 1 minute easy, or your turnovers is so important. Like, it's so good for you, those turnovers, because... That, for me, is what was a big game-changer, getting my legs used to running off the bike. I'd do it with Brett, but it was never off the bike. With Siri, we'd do it off the bike, and that was it. It It's like, oh, that was easy, but it wasn't really easy because it was like 20 seconds at like 12 miles an hour or 40 rest, but it never brought our heart rate up. It's that leg speed, leg speed, leg speed. So even if you just do five turnovers, 20 fast or 15 seconds fast, 45 walk, jog, or 45 rest, um, just
0: just five of them. Like, do that once a week. Even just running off the bike, Five yeah. minutes, but literally, the goal is the fastest part is getting Straight off your bike off. and Straight out going. the door and on the run. Yeah, my athletes do it and feel three, shit. three times feel, a week. Yeah, you'll feel crappy yeah. to start
1: with, but the more you do it, guys, I ended up running a certain theory for sure off a harder bike than I would fresh. I went off the bike, right? Way better. And it took like I was doing like three runs a week, probably off the bike.
0: Yeah, like, peak, peak but just know, guys, but that, that feeling okay, when you get off a hard bike your legs are gonna feel heavy, they're gonna be maybe even sore, and they're gonna maybe feel tired. That does not mean you cannot run great. Like Beck said, both of us ran better off a hard bike than we did they will come without red. a bike. You, no, but they, they're they good can. already. Right, it's right. just you have to get used yeah. to that feeling that yes, these are legs that are ready to run because they're full of blood flow, they've been working, you've activated all the muscles necessary to run fast, And they're ready to go, so that's what you need to understand regardless of how they feel, that that is their readiness to crank it out and give you an amazing run. Can you explain
1: what you used to tell Rennie straight
0: out of transition, like quick feet, little feet? You want to start the first minute or so of the run way faster than what you expect to hold. Because that cadence. way you're going, when you slow into the pace that you're going to hold, it's going to feel so much easier. But you want to right away get the feet moving quickly. So pump the arms and it's quick feet, little feet, quick feet, People little feet, think quick you're feet, crazy. little
1: feet. Even if it's just for a minute, but it freaking works. It works,
0: okay. So take off as if it's like a 100 100-meter 100 sprint, sprint. <laughs> yeah. really, with yeah. quick feet, good form, forward momentum, lean forward, shoulders back, all of that, quick uh, cadence, for about thirty seconds to a minute and then back into your pace that you're gonna hold and it's gonna feel so Even much. better. Even if you better. have to back
1: back a little bit less than your pace, because you might have got your heart rate up a little bit, but it does it will help
0: in the long run. It's, it's like I mean guys, you'd never go to the track and do a track session without doing a warm-up with, with fast pickups, right? You just wouldn't do it, it because hurt you yourself. feel like crap. Yeah. So this is basically like you leave transition at your your pickup, you know, before your hard session settle into the pace you're going to have an amazing run okay any more questions we've got one more so we're going to go to that last question here says from trish
1: robinson great questions trisha um how many days a week should she swim what are your favorite drills and she's noticed that one arm is weaker than the other so her left arm is much weaker that's pretty normal during the single arm drill any temps. well you who were you the one that said you don't like swim cords because that will help No, that was strength so the swim cords will definitely help with that oh, strength. Yes, it was Trisha. but make like sure you're doing it with the right technique like when you're pulling through your elbows are up Okay, my sweaty armpits, but your elbows are up and you're pulling through this way You don't want to be doing it with your elbow dropped like this way through you want to be pulling through like that Right, so it's that way And I just did a demo. There's a guy who has an amazing demo. It's an older guy, and I found the video, and I used it. And he's doing a demo of the swim courts. It's really important to have good technique and to be bending over. But, Siri, what are your ideas on swimming drills and how many times per week?
0: So, Trisha, if you're not a great swimmer, I would say swim as many days a week as you can. So five would be optimal. (laughs)
1: Five would people be out People work, I'm Siri. Just
0: saying. You guys,
1: she forgets that you guys have to work and have kids But even if family. it was like 30 minutes. But then she's going to miss her barking and running. Okay. Let's okay. talk about busy families with okay. kids and... Okay. Well, okay so,
0: Trisha, this is what I would do. I would do... If quartz, you have all the time in the world...
1: Do five.
0: If you had all the time in the world, if you're a professional athlete, five to six days a week. We know that's not the case. So, Trisha. I would do, if you could get to the pool, ideally three days a week, that would be incredible. If not, get to the pool two days a week and do cords two days a week. And that is gonna be great. So the biggest thing about going to the pool, again, is that feel for the water and that comfort in in swimming in the water is just gonna prepare you so well for those um, race swims in open water. Um, but so I'm saying two days a week at the pool, two yep. days a week with cords would be absolutely awesome. And then she asked,
1: like, some good warm ups. Hopefully, you've got our
0: plan. If you haven't, you
1: should get it because that would be my biggest tip. But warm up, oh, you're saying warm up for the races or for the swims? Like, our warm up swims are always give her a quick example, babe, of a we'll swim for a warm up, warm up swim for a swim set and then for the race. Okay, so a
0: good warm up would be like. Getting in the pool, I love pull buoy band. My athletes know I'm a pull swim buoy session, band, not a racer. Right. right. So I would do 200 meters worth of two of pull buoy band. This is going to get your stroke rate up. It's going to require oh, right. you to finish strong at the back of your stroke. So you're going to feel your strength, and that's so important to get you primed and ready for the session ahead. Then I would do two 100s, kind of to get your heart rate up. So that would be on a shorter uh, recovery, like just maybe five seconds recovery at a strong effort to get your heart rate up. And then I would throw in some speed, like two times 50 meters, where you go 25 super, super fast, 25 super, super easy, and that should see you ready, bang to, bong. ready to get into a great set. Okay, I'll give you my race warm up. Okay, so most of the
1: time, okay, if the weather was cold, and the water was really cold like really really cold um often i actually didn't get in because i didn't want to be cold i'd actually run around in my wetsuit i'd put water on me but um i used to get a little bit hypoxic just even getting in the cold water so i put water splash water on me um but stay really 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 warm but that's all depends on what you're in your, and your wetsuit. wetsuit we all do and then um so I, if i couldn't swim warm up that was okay but i've always said really warm moved around a lot on the swim start moving move my arms my legs but my my warm-up would. Um, her, mine was different to Sirius because she usually raced Olympic and sometimes it was midday. But our races were so early, they're like 7 in the morning most of the time. So I didn't have time to do anything like before I got to the race start. So I would normally ride my bike for like 10 minutes, check the gear. I'd get there like two to three hours before. Um, if I could get in the water, I would, but that would obviously be last. I would do a run. Actually, I used to do a run first and that would usually hopefully make me go to the toilet because you always want to do that. <laughs> yep. So I'd Good. do a run and honestly 10 minutes with like five pickups um sometimes even a little bit longer but for a half i'd do at least 10 minutes and then um for a sprint you do like five and then um i get on the bike check my gears you probably don't need to do that um for you guys if you've already had done the day before i just check my bike check my gears and then for the swim i'd get in hopefully and i'd do at least 10 minutes and i would swim out for at least five minutes and i'd throw in like five like 10 fast arms like 30 easy arms and then obviously the more i swam pre-race this is for me personally for halves and full the better i Sometimes for cone, I'd do like 20 minutes. I just needed that warm-up. But for a sprint, I would say get in at least and do at least five minutes of swimming around if you can, if, if the water's warm enough. Do a little, t-
0: like, five-minute jog.
1: What yeah. was your warm-up?
0: My warm-up was... Um, Did you have exactly the same? No. Okay. My, I've, no one's ever asked this. Guess, ever. So my warm-up, I would jog as well to the toilet. So, so basically,
1: how far was the I was always
0: practice? one, I was like, oh my God, I don't want to do too much and be tired for the race. So I would literally jog maybe 400 meters to the that's toilet. Mm. And on the way back, I'd throw in some pickups. Um, I'd usually ride to the race start. So I'd oh, ride first. that's the
1: kicker. So how long would that be? And
0: throw in some pick, just short pickups just to get my heart rate up, maybe 15 to 20 minutes. How long was it so, ride to the race? Uh, like 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. My run to the toilet and back is maybe like five minutes maximum, and then I'd get in the water which I always wanted to do because she, we Swimming really, was my yeah. weakness. Yeah, and I'd swim uh, like maybe 200 meters out nice and easy and on the way back I would just do That's like only two like minutes ten
1: Two
0: hundred. You're pretty fast. Three minutes. Yeah. So and then I come back and I do like some fast pickups, like twenty five fast, twenty five easy. Finish with twenty five fast and practice getting out of the water. And then I do if I had enough time, I'd do that again. I'd swim out, you know, two hundred meters, come back, twenty five fast, twenty five easy. Practice getting out of the water. Practice getting in the water. And that's it, guys. Not much. So mostly
1: swim though.
0: Yeah, more. And the bike was usually 15 to 20 minutes. Totally up to you guys. You just want to get your heart rate up, okay? You don't want your first you, don't you be know freezing cold at the start line. Yeah, mm-hmm. and move, move you move don't around. want to go from like a resting heart rate to like boom. Um, it's good to just warm your body up, do some stretches, um, some active stretching. I would do not not um, static stretching. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: and yeah. that's it. That's the secret. I've never heard that warm-up before. All right, no more questions, you guys. We'll give you, like, 30 seconds. I think we answered them all. Um, If you missed it, we announced, of course, you heard about Try Hard. I posted that up there, that really cool stuff you put on your hair and body to stop the chlorine and stuff, and then post. And then X-Lab, our new sponsor, which is just so amazing. I'm so grateful Good for Candice. Good Well Candace done. This is in the yeah, group, Candace guys. Yeah, Candice amazing. Candice is in the group. So if you want to ask any questions about X-Lab,
0: tag Candice. Here's um, one more question Oh, there. what did I do about oh, apparel? I yeah, I don't know what you did there. Um, Kristen asked a question about apparel. Where? Um, if you go up a little bit, and this will be our last question, guys. Yes. Do you wear a skin and sp- under a wetsuit? You're gonna wear your your swimsuit under the suit. Okay. Yeah. Whatever so, you whatever you're in. racing in. Your race suit will be under the wetsuit. So say you're racing in kind of like bike shorts and a top. You put the wetsuit over that. and What you're gonna want to do is, I used to use non-stick cooking spray, Pam. Pam. They have better stuff than that now, guys. Don't use that. It's so okay. Bad. Well, yeah. I used it. It worked beautifully. <laughs> Pam,
1: Vaseline, like Glide, is good. Okay. Anyways, but I, will, I would take
0: the Pam and I put it on the the places where it's hard to get the wetsuit like off, like around my thighs, thighs, wrists. Yeah, your thighs. Th- yeah, around my thighs, my wrists, your my ankles. shoulders. And I spray, or you put your Vaseline, whatever it is, and then you put the wetsuit on over your suit, and then I spray the Pam all over the outside of my so suit. People don't grab you. Well, so they don't grab you, and then you when it goes Pam against Pam,
1: it just slides off. I reckon amazing. baby oil is good too. Yeah, yeah. But use a plastic bag so you don't get it on your hands because you want to have the rough Don't hands. get it in your goggles. Yeah, because yeah. you want rough hands for this we I don't want this of the oil. Um, 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 and then helmets, sunglasses, yep. So I have my helmet either on the ground or on the bike. You're probably safer for the first one to have it on the ground so it doesn't get knocked off your bike. So have your helmet down facing the way you want to put it on. So face it with the back of the helmet towards the back and have your glasses sitting in there ready to put on your face, then your helmet on and do it up while you're trying to get your wetsuit off with. If you can get your wetsuit off without your hands, you're stomping on it with your legs and do your helmet and glasses. Um, we need one of our pros, but our other coaches aren't on for some reason tonight to demo this. Um, and then socks. I would I would wear socks for the first one. I think it's worth it. Um, I have a really long so I can see it in transition. Like if you stick your towel out, a really bright towel, so you can't miss it and make it a little bit further out than anybody else's then that's the best way or to a start. little
0: you know bandana or something, something that you to, wrap yeah. around the thing so you know where yeah. your stuff is i would wear socks for probably the bike and the run like either on
1: probably put them on
0: for the run unless um, if you've ra- like run without socks before or bike without socks before the first one. okay yeah. then you can go without socks or you can get used to that um Awesome guys. Yep. I wear a bra under my tri suit, otherwise running wouldn't be fun. Yeah, yeah. Right, Trisha. Good. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. awesome. Trisha, I'm so excited that you're going to be going to the pool your two to three days a week and your cords two days a week. Look for those swim cord videos. They're amazing. Yep. And if you guys want, you get the free 21 workouts
1: in your program. Um, You would have got that when you signed up. It's somewhere in there in your app. So go there because all the swim cords are the key swim cord sessions in your 21 best workouts plan. There you go. Guys,
0: you're amazing. Have an awesome week. Um, Let us... So wait now whose race was Kristen. it christy who is christine r- who's racing Kristen. when is your <laughs> race we want to know um oh it's not for a while tahoe okay. oh okay yeah. good well post it's time for your race um i think it's next month yeah and again guys i posted an article on race week make sure you print that out there's lots of great advice in that as well about um Race week, even if it's not race week this week, print it out because there's some super helpful oh, yeah, That was an amazing blog
1: post. Um, if you ever want to find just Siri's posts, guys, go to the Tri Club Facebook group, which we're in now, and type on Siri um, under members, and then scroll down. You'll see all the posts that she's oh, done. good. I, I found that, that out the other oh, day. Cool. So
0: Guys, yeah. have an amazing night. Have a great week. This Sunday. Oh, sorry, Kristy. Oh, yes. Christy, Are you good? Oh my God. I good luck. Work. So read that article that I wrote. Please definitely read, um, that article. definitely read that. Good luck. Crank it out. It's going to be an amazing adventure and um, we'll be cheering you on from here. So guys, we love you. Thank you guys. We love you. Have a great night. Hey guys, Ashley here. Thanks again for tuning in to tonight's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to view these episodes in real time, Log in to TeamSeriousTriClub.com and purchase your $37 membership. Thanks so much. Have a great night.